Heyada, Tzadik, His Life, 209.83 The incident where they ran to the commanders and started arguing with them contains the concept of strife and controversy. The opposition which is aroused against the Tzadikim when the power to draw forth Torah explanations is withdrawn. Possibly the commanders are an allusion to Moses and Aaron, who died because of the waters of strife. Numbers 20.13 Because they made the mistake of not begging and entreating, as explained in the lesson. Understand this well. With regards to the light from which sparks fell into their mouths, and then the light turned into a river, this is the concept of heated words, which are drawn from the supernal heart through the arousal of God's love for the tzaddik, as he is about to reveal Torah. The supernal heart is opened and words are sent down, and through this, the tzaddik draws forth Torah explanations from this place also. As it is written, he opened the rock and waters gushed out. In the vision, the light turned into a river. The light is an allusion to the heart, which is a gleaming light. At first, sparks fell from there into their mouths. This is the concept of heated words which are drawn from the heart, which in the story was called a light. Afterwards, the light itself turned into a river. This is the concept of Torah explanations, which are also drawn from the heart. The light, as it is written, he opened the rock and waters gushed out. The incident where they threw up their merits signifies that they mentioned their merits and their good deeds and made use of the staff of strength in order to draw forth Torah. The creatures which were formed inside them and which emerged when they opened their mouths correspond to the spiritual powers or angels formed from the letters of the original Torah ideas revealed by the tzaddik. These angels draw their strength from Edom, referred to in the concept of the one holding a sword in his hand. For he is appointed over the sword and over all the punishments of the wicked. These punishments are alluded to in the various blades possessed by the sword. At times the wicked have to be punished with death by the sword, at others with different punishments, as explained in the lesson. However, because of the mistake, the one with the sword was unwilling to hand over any blade at all. He did not want to give them any strength. What they really should have done was to break their hearts and beg and entreat. Even though they take their merits with them in their hands, the staff of strength, this is for another purpose, to subdue the evil in the assembly. However, drawing forth Torah requires love and entreaty. His Wisdom, 76 Accustom yourself to learn quickly, without too much attention to detail. You will then be worthy of learning in quantity. You will be able to complete the Talmud, the Law, the Bible, the Midrash, the mystical books of the Zohar, the Kabbalah, and all other sacred works. We have already mentioned, we have already mentioned that it is good for a person to complete all books concerning the Torah in his lifetime. The Rebbe once reckoned all that a person must study each day if he has the time. You should study enough each day so that at the end of the year you will have completed the entire Talmud with the Rif and the Rosh, the four sections of the Shulchan Aruch, all the Midrashim, 
all the books of the Zohar, Tikkun Zohar, and Zohar Chadash, and all the Kabbalistic writings of the Ari. Besides this, you should spend some time each day studying in depth. You should also say the Psalms each day, as well as many additional prayers. Even all this does not exhaust the Rebbe's list. At that time, the Rebbe also spoke at length, telling us to study quickly and eagerly, without confusion or over-attention to detail. The Rebbe also told us not to review each thing immediately. He advised us to complete each volume as rapidly as possible from beginning to end, and then to review the entire work as a whole. The Rebbe also told us not to be anxious if we could not complete everything he suggested each day. One can be a religious Jew even without that much study. He also said that one can be a tzaddik without being a very profound scholar. Deep perception can be attained only with Talmudic scholarship, but even the simplest Jew can be righteous. It is not incumbent upon you to complete the work, but neither are you free to desist from it. Avot 2.6 Sefer Amidot, Torah Study, A. The study of Torah is even greater than offering the daily sacrifice. By saying this teaching is pleasing and that one is not, one loses out on the Torah's treasures. It is easier to learn something new than to recover what one has forgotten. Whoever willfully forgets a single detail of his studies causes his children to be exiled and has his prestige diminished. A Torah scholar whose inside is not like his outside is considered an abomination. Those who live in the same town as a Torah scholar are responsible for seeing to his needs. When Torah study is lax, God, figuratively speaking, becomes poor. Torah study is even greater than saving lives, than building the holy temple, and than honoring one's parents. Through holiness, one merits understanding. Likutem Moran 1 Lesson 49 2. When a person reigns in the fervor of his heart for God, so that it does not burn excessively, a vacated space is thereby left in his heart, as in, my heart is hollow within me. Vilibi halal bekirbi. Psalms 109.22. And within this vacated space, a person's good character traits are revealed. This dynamic parallels the mystery of the creation of the worlds which took place within the vacated space. For the creation was mainly brought into being through Chochmah, wisdom. As it is written, you made everything with Chochmah. This manifests itself in the individual, in that the essence of a person's divine service, wherein he strives to attain good character traits, good midot, and to perform good deeds, mitzvot, is that he guards the wisdom that is in his heart, namely, the thoughts of his heart, from evil. A person's thoughts are the essence of the good and evil inclinations. As it is written, every inclination, yetzer, of the thoughts of his heart. Ki yetzer lev ha'adam. Bereshit 6.5 And thus, it is in the heart, or more specifically, the wisdom or thoughts in the heart, which is the fashioner, tsayar, of concrete thoughts and actions, as in the phrase, rock, tzur, of my heart. 
Psalms 73.26. Masechet Brachot 10a. Furthermore, it is stated, He formed Vayetzel, Genesis 2.7. This word is written with two yuds, alluding to man's two inclinations, his good inclination and his evil inclination. Masechet Brachot 61a. Specifically, his good thoughts are his good inclination, and his bad thoughts are his evil inclination. Accordingly, a person's entire spiritual rectification, as well as his utter ruin, God forbid, is wholly dependent on guarding the thoughts in his heart. 3. When a person is careful to avoid bad thoughts, and he thinks good thoughts about how to serve God, his heart is then transformed into the state described by the phrases, rock of my heart, and my heart is hollow within me. Such a person merits to perform good actions and to attain good character traits, which are revealed within this vacated space. And it is thereby evident that he fully accepts upon himself the yoke of the kingdom of heaven. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Exchanged Children once there was a king who had a slave woman to serve the queen in the palace. Obviously, a simple cook would not have access to the king, but this slave woman was a servant of low status. The time came when the queen gave birth. This slave woman also gave birth at the same time. The midwife exchanged the babies to see what would happen and how the situation would develop. She exchanged the infant's by placing the king's son next to the slave and the slave's son next to the queen. The two boys grew. The one who was assumed to be the king's son was given greater and greater status until he continued to advance, becoming highly talented. The one who was assumed to be the slave's son, but was the king's true son, grew up in the slave's house. The two of them studied together in the same school. The king's true son was called the slave's son, Nevertheless, by nature he was drawn to the ways of royalty, even though he was raised in the slave's house. Conversely, the slave's son was known as the king's son. He was drawn by his nature to different ways, not the ways of royalty. However, since he was growing up in the king's palace, he was raised in a royal manner and learned to behave accordingly. Letter number 106, with God's help. Saturday night, the 31st day in the numbering of the children of Israel, 5593. My dear beloved son, I received your letter on Wednesday evening, and it gave me both pain and joy. I wanted to answer you right away, but I did not find anyone traveling until now, and even now I am extremely busy. I just came from the table where we had the third meal, and I hurried to carry out your wish and answer you even though you will soon be here with God's help. At present, I have nothing to say. I am terribly busy with the wedding and many other matters, especially with the construction of the cloys, the shul, the synagogue in Uman. I desire and yearn very, very much that at least we will be able to pray there this coming Rosh Hashanah. How great are God's marvels that just now, amidst all my great harriedness, and preoccupation, a sprouting of salvation has appeared for me, and there is hope for this, with God's help. I am firm now in my will and desire to accomplish this, 
and I hope to God that he will help us with his enormous wonders, for the sake of his blessed name, to quickly bring this project from possibility to reality. The righteous will see and rejoice, and the pious will celebrate with song. In my opinion, with this alone it is fitting for you now to bring yourself to joy, because what I wrote you now is no trivial matter. These are incredible, outright miracles. God willing, when you are here, with God's help, I will relate to you some of God's miracles in this regard. When God accomplishes all his work, we will relate his praises, his might, and his miracles, all that he has done with us to fill us with life eternally, not for our sakes, but for his. I am now waiting in constant expectation of seeing you soon, alive and well, and of talking to you face to face, so come immediately if you can. It is impossible now to say any more. Fortify yourself mightily, and be joyful at all times. Trust God, for he will not abandon you. Everything is for your good, with God's help. Nathan of Breslev Letter number 344, with thanks to God. Wednesday, Isruchag Pesach, 5601, Breslev. Greetings to my dear beloved son, may he live. I received your letter on Cholamod Pesach, and the enclosed letter from Reb Abele, may his light shine. I was pleased. I also received the note from you today, and I was happy with God's help. Be sure to do as you wrote, and come here tomorrow, God willing, as I intend to stay here until after this coming Shabbat. Afterwards, I am planning to travel, God willing. May God guide me on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Be sure to bring money with you, because I do not have a pruta, a small coin, in the house. Therefore, you will have to wait a little bit longer for what I owe you, and give me back what Rab Abba made his light shine sent. You can see from their letters that with God's help, you will be receiving more money. May the one who has taken care of me throughout my life sustain me honorably in his great compassion. We too were rejoicing yesterday, a few hours into the night, and I spoke many words of truth about the eternal goal, about how it is necessary to search for the eternal goal every day. This is why a person must have Idbodidut every day. The best way is to go out into the fields among the grasses. But if that is not possible, one should at least find a place for God in one's house. All our days are vanity, and all our pursuits of this world are nothing. A person will have nothing for his toil except the Torah, prayer, and good deeds that he grabs. The main thing is to search for the Ruach HaKodesh, the spirit of holiness of the true tzaddik. There is no time to go on about this right now. Perhaps God will have pity and enable us to speak about it face to face, so that we will have the merit to guard and perform and fulfill it. The words of your father, Nathan of Breslev. Letter number 345, with God's help, Thursday, the 23rd day of the numbering of the children of Israel, 5601, Uman. Greetings and life to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may his light shine. Along with all his family, may they live. You should know, my son, that I arrived here safely in Uman today. Thank God who has brought me this far, 
Praise God my feet did not become more swollen, God forbid, from the trip. To the contrary, it seems to me that they are starting to improve a little. May the Creator of Cures have compassion, and may He quickly give me a complete recovery. Amen, Kenyatson. I yearn all day long to receive soon a good report from Lvov. Salvation is in God's hands. Nearly half the days of the Sphira, the counting of the Omer, have passed already. May the giver of the Torah have compassion on us. May we merit from now on at least to prepare ourselves to receive the Torah anew on the approaching of the holy fiftieth day, Shavuot, such that we may guard, perform, and fulfill all the words of the Torah with love. I am too pressed to go on. The words of your father, waiting for your true salvation. Nathan of Leslev. Shemot HaTzadikim Rav Nachman Rav Nachman Bar Yaakov Rav Nachman Bar Nachman Bar Yaakov Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Rav Nachman Bar Chizda Rav Nachman Bar Guria Rav Nachman Bar Kohen Rav Nachman Bar Shmuel Bar Nachman Rabbi Nachman Bar Zavda Rav Nachman Bar Rava Rav Nachman Bar Zichariah Rav Nachman Bar Manyumi Rav Nachman Ben Parta Rav Nachman Bar Baruch Rav Nachman Bar Avdimi, Rav Nachman Bar Papa, Rav Nachman Minerdea, Rav Nachman Bar Ika, Rav Nachman Bar Avada, Nachman Sava, Rav Nachman Yafo, Rav Nachman Bar Huna, Rav Nachme Akoen, Nayuli, Nayuti, Rabbi Nicha Bar Sava, Rabbi Nechumi, Nimus, Nikumchi, Nikanor, Nitai Arbeli, Nitai Ishtkoa, Nitai Talmid Shmuel, Rabbi Nasa, Rabbi Nasa de Kisrin, Rabbi Naftali, Rabbi Natan Abavli, Rabbi Natan ben Avishalom, Rabbi Natan Berebi, Rabbi Natan bar Oshia, Rabbi Natan bar Tuvi, Rabbi Natan bar Manyumi, Rabbi Natan bar Berechia, Rabbi Natan bar Ami, Rabbi Natan bar Marzutra, Natan bar Shilaresh Tabchaya de Tzipori. Nathan Bar Abba, Rav Nathan Bar Abaye, Rabbi Nathan Cohen, Rav Nathan Bar Mar Ukva, Rav Nathan Bar Asia, Rav Nathan Deromai, Rav Nathan, Rabbi Nathan Biraa, Rav Nathan Avua de Rabbi Huna Bar Nathan, Rav Nathan Ben Amram, Nathan de Tzutzita, Rabbi Nathan El. One. Prayer number 81, 79. I have taken refuge in Hashem. How shall you say to my soul, flee to your mountain like a bird? Yet although I have been diligent, I remain like a bird alone on the roof. All day long my enemies revile me. Those who are crazed against me curse me. I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping. Because of your anger and your wrath, for you lifted me up and then cast me down. I wander throughout the world without rest or quiet, in the midst of a storm that grows ever wilder. I am tossed about and torn asunder, more so than a ship driven off course in the heart of the sea. Because I tasted the bitter fruit of the tree of knowledge, good and evil have mingled together within me until I have no peace and quiet. Sometimes a little bit of goodness is aroused in me, 
Then I experience a thought of repentance, and I decide to follow the ways of Hashem, the ways of the Holy Torah, and I yearn for complete repentance. But in the midst of that, my fiery lusts are aroused until I stray. And so I rise and descend, descend and rise, and I cannot gain equanimity. Woe to me because of my evil inclination. Woe to me before my Maker. My soul is like a stone shot from a slingshot, like a body flung about on monstrous waves, streaked with mud. My soul is like a stone shot from a slingshot, like a body flung about by monstrous waves, streaked with the mud of the meaningless lusts of this world. I have no way to describe my pitiable state from the day that I entered the world until this day. I have no tranquility and no quiet, and have not rested, and trouble has come. To live permanently with God. Therefore I plead before you, Hashem, my God, and the God of my fathers, to bring me peace and quiet, and may I merit to repent before you with a complete repentance. You who told your world to cease expanding with the word enough, tell my troubles enough. You who told the sea at the shore, do not cross this point. Rebuke my evil inclination and all those who pursue me, so that they will leave me alone and cease to exist, and I will be able to serve you with all my heart. May I be saved and gain peace. May I find my power and tranquility and confidence. May I no longer experience you as ruling my life with arbitrary occurrences. May I no longer be like a turning wheel or a flung staff, so that one moment I am worthy and the next moment unworthy, one moment pure and the next moment impure. Help me make Torah an unchanged part of my life and place myself permanently within your holiness. May I repent completely and serve you always, day and night, with all my heart and soul, with both my good and evil inclinations. The Holy Shabbat Raise me quickly from impurity to purity, from the mundane to the holiness, from the six days of the week to the Holy Shabbat. Help me celebrate the Holy Shabbat with joy and happiness, honor and delight, holiness and piety, in accordance with your beneficent will. May I be absorbed into the holiness of the Shabbat always, until I draw that holiness to the six days of the week. May I attain the repentance of the Holy Shabbat and refrain from all mundane matters. May I turn away entirely from the lusts and vanities of this world and plant myself within holiness, with tranquility and quiet, a tranquility of love and generosity, a tranquility of truth and faith, a tranquility of peace and calm, quiet and confidence, a complete tranquility that you desire. May there be no falsehood in my spirit. May I never return to foolishness. I have harmed myself. My transgressions cannot be measured or counted. There are more nu- they are more numerous than the grains of the sand of the sea. There are no words to describe the multitude and intensity of my terrible sins against you. Woe to me because I have transgressed. Woe what I have done. How could it be that I did not have pity on my precious spirit? How could it be that I was crueler to my spirit than murderers and sadists? If all the murderers, thieves, and sadists of the world would gather against me, they would not be able to do to me in a thousand years what I did to myself in a single sin. 
and I committed so many, so many that they are too numerous for me to count. Woe is me. Who will make my head water and my eye a source of tears? I will weep day and night over my profanations. I have abused my holiness and torn apart my spirit in my anger. I oppressed my soul with bitter and hard afflictions. I come before you filled with my sin, and you are filled with compassion. I am filled with confusion, evil thoughts, and a twisted heart, and you are filled with goodness, decency, truth, kindness, compassion, life, and peace.